You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back for another episode. A sweep. A sweep episode. Oh, how how sweep it is. Damn it, I'm going to make all the, the cheesy... We literally just played baseball in a cornfield today as a society. I get to be as corny as I want. How sweep it is. Detroit Tigers sweeping the Baltimore Orioles. And you know what? It's just it's so nice to actually sweep people that we sh- are supposed to sweep and beat people that we're supposed to beat. It's such a nice new feeling. I'm energized. I'm with it. I love it. Nice, solid victory. Uh, A little shaky at times, but solid victory all around for your Detroit baseball Tigers. And uh, that'll be a sweep. That'll be three games under five hundo. That'll be single digits back of the wild card. That'll be be creeping up on that 500 record. Slowly but surely creeping up. And most importantly, that will be address me correctly. Address us correctly. That will be the second place in the American League Central. Detroit Tigers, for you. Thank you very much. Respect on my name. So we'll talk about that. (laughs) I'm amped, baby. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the game itself. We'll talk about the the being in second place. We will talk about uh, the Field of Dreams game. We will talk about our minor league update, which will be, as far as the amount of players we're talking about, much shorter than usual. But a very important update, and just the feel of the organization right now, you got, you're either rocking with us, or you're stupid, you know? Those are really the only two choices. You're either rocking with the D, or, I, I mean, or you're not, I guess. But, but, but it's really stupid of you to not be rocking with the Detroit Tigers right now. You're going to regret it and, uh, very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. Before we go any further... Got to let everybody know, this episode is brought to you in part by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On rooms. All right, let's get into this game first, shall we? Shall, shall we? Shall we? I can't speak. Shall we? I say we shall. Uh, Detroit Tigers win this one 6-4 to four on the road against the Baltimore Orioles. Matt Manning gets the win. Michael Fulmer gets the two-inning save. The two-inning, no-runs-given-up save. Uh, this was th- There was a lot of really solid performances this game. I'm going to be honest. Like, a lot. And there were also quite, you know, for, for a two-run, six, like, we score six runs and, and win by two showing... You wouldn't expect there to be so many really solid performances, but but there were, man. I was pretty impressed with a lot of people today. Let's start with uh, mm, let's start with the offense. Six runs. Got to start with the offense. Respect, Robbie Grossman, my king. Two for five. Jonathan Scope goes over, but draws a walk. You know how rare Jonathan Scope walks are. You got to celebrate those whenever you can get them, baby. Uh, Jamer Candelario, two for four. Uh, and that's slugging percentage up to 430 now. His OPS is 491. And his OPS since the All-Star breaks damn near a thousand. It's it's actually like almost like literally almost a thousand now after today. 
He's on one, baby. 278, 363, 430 slash line for a 791 OPS on the year. Creeping up to that 800 mark. Been one of the best hitters on the planet in uh, the last almost month now. Eric Haas goes over, but draws another walk, baby. That's two games. In the last two games, Eric Haas has three walks. Eric Haas has three walks since I said, hey, walk more. I'm not saying I'm like that, but I'm like that, okay? We're just passing around respect today, and I deserve a little bit. <laughs> I deserve none. <laughs> That's a joke. But seriously, big ups to Eric Haas. Big ups to Eric Haas for, uh, for, for doing the damn thing and, uh, and absolutely starting to draw walks. Beautiful, 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 a sight to see, a sight to behold. Then Renato Nunez getting the start at first base, giving Miggy the day off. I like that. And I, I know uh, some people were like, hey, why are you so grouchy after yesterday's show? You know what, man? I, I'm not saying that it like, obviously it would be cool to, to if I was, if I, this is such a stupid metaphorical and I hate when people do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. If I was the manager of the Tigers, which is not a position I'm even remotely qualified or close to being in, uh, I, I would not have benched him today. And, and that's not like, oh, I want him to hit it on the road. No, obviously it's just home runs are so, so you, precious. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be. And, and it's not like if if Miggy walked up to me and was like, "Hey, you know, I, I want to hit at home." Sure, man. I, you know, I'm not a. I'm not being an a hole about it. But like, I, if I'm writing a lineup, I, I would have put him in there, and it wouldn't have been to prove a point or whatever. It just would have been. I, I don't know. You're paying you thirty million dollars. You're being in the lineup every day. I wouldn't have thought nearly as hard about it as so many people seem to have. Uh, it, it, it just. I guess it's not me being a jerk. It's just. It's not. Him hitting it at home is not that deep to me. It's not like some, oh my gosh, he has to hit it at home and has to be wearing the home jerseys and it has to be in front of the home crowd or whatever. That'd be awesome. Absolutely. I would love nothing more. But I, I'm not going to like only play him at home until he hits 500 either. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to keep putting him out there every day. He's been my starting DH for the last, well, been a starting lineup player on this team for, for the last, you know, 14 years now, I'm going to continue that. You know what I mean? I, that That's all. I, I didn't want it to come across as like, oh my gosh, I, you know, stop. <laughs> Everybody stop trying to have fun. Like, you know, whatever. But uh, I just, I would have kept running him in the lineup. But regardless, I'm not running the team, so it doesn't matter. Let's get on to the actual game. He does get the day off. AJ Hinch has a change of heart after yesterday's game. He says no. And, and he says what I said. You know, he's like, oh no. Uh, home runs are too rare. You got to just, we're going to play him every day until he gets it. And then he changes his mind. He goes, you know what? F it. We're going to play him at home. Cool. Awesome. We're, he's going to get a chance to do it in front of the home crowd this weekend. Awesome. 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 Renato Nunez then gets the start in front of his old team and goes Yabo. You'll love to see that. You absolutely love to see it. And he had a good game. Two for four, two ribbies with the bomb. Beautiful day at the office for Renato Nunez. First game since getting recalled. Never a bad day when you could homer off your the team that DFA'd you after you had a 30 home run season. I mean that's that's a nice little nice little payback there. Willie Castro with two knocks. Willie Castro, man, a 622 OPS now. And then Victor Reyes off the foul pole. Off the foul pole. Victor Reyes uh, goes two for four. 
His OPS is 599 now. He's almost at 600. He actually was at 600 before his fourth at bat tonight, which is kind of hilarious. He, man, it's just it's so funny. I, I wish, I wish everybody listening to this the opportunity to sit next to me during a moment in which Victor Reyes like hits a home run or or, or get, makes a nice play because my phone blows up like I am the like most popular human in the world because everyone just ats me. And, and DMs me and calls and says, oh my gosh, you don't like Victor Reyes and look what Victor Reyes did. It is a sight to behold, truly. I just set my phone down and it just buzzes off like Grand Central Station. It's it's really ridiculous, to be honest with you. And I, I don't go through all of them because of how many I get, but it is a sight to behold how much backlash I, as a human being, just get anytime Victor Reyes does anything good for this organization. It's, it's quite hilarious. So... He hit the foul pole, my phone blew up, the Tigers took a lead, it's all good. Grayson Griner, 0 for 2, gets pitch hit by Jacob Robson. Beautiful, you love to see it. And then Zach Short uh, getting the start again today. He draws a walk, which is nice. I love the fact that he draws walks, he just can't hit the ball. So that's it for the offense. Really solid. Robbie Grossman, I don't know if I mentioned, he, one of his two hits was an absolute pimp job. Um, my king. My king. I'm so happy he's here. Such a good Alavila signing. All right, so I think that's about it for the offense. Six runs, solid day at the office. Everybody was really solid, to be honest, except for maybe like Grayson Griner, but I don't really expect him to be anything less than, or more than, or no. I don't expect him to, I don't really expect much out of Grayson Griner, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so that's the offense. Let's get into uh, the pitching. But first, got to talk to everybody about Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many nine delicious flavors? You did, because you listened to me. Coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. They have everything. They have a flavor for everybody. My favorite flavor, cookies and cream, as you guys know. But I, I press the mixed box. It's so clutch. You get two of every flavor. You can pick which ones you like. Then the next time you order, you know what flavors you want. Not only, though, are Built Bars the most best tasting, but they're healthy, too. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. Only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. All amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. So order today. Get that double chocolate, that salted caramel. That's the word. Whatever. Get the mixed box. They're also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. They also went viral on Twitter yesterday for paying for, like, 30-some-on walk-on football players' scholarships. What can't Built Bar do? You're, you're, you're giving money to good people. They, they, they're all around, fantastic tasting, great for you, great organization, Olympics. Uh, the list goes on. I, I can't, I can't, if, you, if you're not doing it now, I, I don't know what you're waiting for. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, everybody, we are back here for segment two of Locked On Tigers. I am your host, Scott Bentley. Let's get into the pitching, and then we'll get into the rest of the the just being a Tigers fan on, on Friday, August 13th. You know, let's just talk about what that means. But let's get into the pitching first. Kyle Funkhauser, first out of the pen. Uh, he did not look good, to be honest with you. That's some of the worst he's looked all year. And I know the box score is is only one inning, one hit, one run, one walk. Like It's not like he blew up and gave up 90 runs. That was genuinely some of the worst he has looked all year. And, and it's not like me being like, oh my gosh, it's over for him, whatever. 
because he has been so much better than I ever thought he could ever be at the major league level this year. Truly, I never thought Kyle Funkhauser being nails in the back of this bullpen was ever a possibility until like late May of this year, right? But but he was he he the stuff was the most flat I've ever seen it. The command was atrocious. Everything was either 10 feet out of the strike zone or right down the middle. It's just he only pitched one inning, and the Orioles' offense blows. So he got away with only giving up one run. That That's, like, to be brutally blunt about Kyle Funkhauser's performance, that is what it was. It, it was just, it, he did not look good whatsoever. Um, and, and I don't think it's a long-term thing. Some people have bad days at work. Everybody does. I do it. You do it. Your mother does it. Everybody does it. Kyle Funkhauser does it too, even though he's a professional baseball player. Mike Trout does it. Everybody does it. So not a big thing. Not like, a, oh, I'm, I'm worried the sky is falling. I'm sure he'll get right back on the horse and be right back to what he was before because he's been really good and uh, we have the best pitching coach in all of baseball. Those two things, I, I have the most faith he'll be fine. But, you know, I'm here to talk and analyze about people's performances. That's my analysis on his. Absolutely horrid. Uh, but it's a great thing about baseball. It's always tomorrow, baby. Michael Fulmer then gets the two-inning save. Two innings pitch, two hits, no runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Uh, really pleased with it. The velocity was uh, was fine. The stuff was pretty good. Didn't really have too much swing and miss stuff. Uh, highlighted by the zero strikeouts. But... Only two hits and didn't walk anyone, which is the biggest thing. My biggest pet peeve, this might shock people because of how much I love Gregory Soto. My biggest pet peeve in relievers is coming out of the pen and then walking people. Now, that makes for a very interesting relationship with my boy Greg, okay? And I, I fully understand that. But uh, it, I would much rather you give up Babip like seeing eye singles than walks significantly more because one of those is like somewhat luck induced. And one of those is you not being able to throw a strike when you get paid millions to come out of a bullpen and pitch literally one inning. Okay. So really, really pleased with Michael Fulmer. Thought he looked sharp. Thought he looked good. ERA down to 340 on the year. Funkhauser's at 315 even after giving up the run. Now let's get into uh, the main event of the evening. Evening. Matt Manning with the start. Six innings, eight hits, three runs, all of them earned, zero walks, two strikeouts. What a weird-ass performance. That's truly how I, I want to describe it. What a weird, freaking performance by Matt Manning. We'll start off, he was missing no bats. Only two strikeouts in six innings, gave up eight hits. He was missing no bats. None. And some of those eight hits were like seeing eye kind of hits, and some of them were... 450 foot pimp jobs okay and and everything in between he got a little bit of everything but i, I mean i was was <laughs> it was a roller coaster of emotions watching him pitch today six innings three runs he got a quality start but gave up eight hits and only struck out two but he also didn't walk anyone he pounded the strike zone in six innings, in a game in which he gave up eight hits in six innings, he only had an 83 pitch count through those six. That's not bad. That's that's pretty efficient. That's efficient enough where if he didn't give up eight hits and three runs, right, if he had like a shutout going, he probably earns the seventh. 
he definitely, honestly, earns the seventh. And and you're comfortable with it because he's only at 83 pitches. I mean, this is this is as weird as a performance as it gets. The stuff at times was the best we have ever seen it. And that's not an exaggeration. He hit 98 on his fastball twice in a row. And then got it on the black a third time a couple of pitches later. He all all season, even at AAA, when I would watch his starts in Toledo, he's been he's been, you know, 92 to 94 topping out at 4, mostly hangs around 93. Pretty consistently in 93 mile an hour fastball. So far in his major league career, pretty consistently around 93. In the middle of the sixth inning, he starts pumping 98. And you're like, what the hell is going on? I think the exact measurements uh, were, were like 75.5 and 75.8 or something like that. He hasn't come close to that all year. And in the middle of the sixth inning, in the middle of an at-bat, he just starts rearing back and pumping 98. And you're like, all right. And then the second 98 he throws goes about 15 feet over the wall and is deposited for a home run. Truly one of the weirdest performances you will ever see out of a young starting pitcher. So we have did not miss any bats, like at all. The whiffs were were very few and far between. Was not getting any misses, okay? But got a quality start. Six innings, only gave up three runs. Only two strikeouts, though, because of the whiffs. Gave up eight hits because he was missing no bats, and they were putting everything in play. Even the outs were put into play. But didn't walk anyone. Then you have hung a curveball that went about 900 feet. But then you also have... Uh, <laughs> you also have threw a 98-mile-an-hour fastball, but then you also also have... Threw a 98-mile-an-hour fastball that also went about 900 feet. Truly a wild performance. Uh, what should you take out of it? The, the ceiling is still there. That's what I'm going to take out of it. The floor might be relatively low, but the ceiling is still undeniably there. We're seeing, even if it's randomly in the middle of an at-bat in the fifth inning, we're seeing the, the potential... For the, for the ceiling and the peak of this of this pitcher. And it's still there, but he just has a long way to go development-wise. That's what I'm going to take out of it. Why not? All right, let's get into uh, kind of the random ADHD part of this, where I just randomly spew uh, a bunch of different things <laughs> about how I felt today. But first, I got to talk to everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline is the fast and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball scenes in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. So get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, even your UFC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't stay on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff and pennant pushes. So go to uh, go to bet online. 
Ag. Go to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKDOWN. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody. We are back here for our final segment of Locked on Tigers. I'm your host, Scott Bentley. Today's Friday, August 13th. I don't think I said that in the intro. I was pretty riled up there at the beginning. What a good win. What a good good sweep. Um, what a day. What a day. The Field of Dreams game was today. It was absolutely electric. Um, I don't like the Yankees or the White Sox at all, but that was a fun game, man. A, the game itself was absolutely electric. I don't know if they went back to juiced balls or, or what, but uh, but it was it was an electric, electric game, and it was very, very fun to watch. You had a little bit of everything. You had a good pitching performance by uh, Lance Lynn. You had a lot of home runs. You had the comeback in the ninth. Then you had the comeback, comeback in the bottom of the ninth. You had the Tim Anderson walk-off. You did the Vince Carter, it's over thing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, even though Tim Anderson's literally the mayor of Detroit, it's okay. I, I, I love the game. I love Field of Dreams. Everything's just, it's, it's fantastic. What was a really cool thing, it was super cheesy and corny. No pun intended. Maybe a little bit intended. It was super cheesy. But I think it kind of had to be because you're literally playing where a movie was filmed like you can't like play that off cool you just have to be way over the top cheesy about it and they were the players literally entered the game from the corn <laughs> that's how they that's how they walked onto the field to like take their positions was was through a, the cornfield not through the dugout or the clubhouse or whatever so it was ridiculously over the top and and dramatic for for not no reason but but it, i i was fine i loved it I loved how cheesy and over the top and dramatic it was. It was a really fun thing, and and um, I'm I'm they're already saying they're going to do it next year. There was talks that they might make the White Sox. That might just be like the White Sox thing, where every year the White Sox play, not White Sox Yankees, but the White Sox will be one of the teams every year. I would rather they just did two new teams and kind of made it like a I don't know, like the third Thanksgiving game in football, right? Like you're like, oh, we get the Field of Dreams game this year. Like I, I just think that would be a way to draw more fans in and get more people an opportunity to play in the game than just having it be like a White Sox home game once a year. I don't know. Maybe that's just like the bias in me to to like I don't like the White Sox. <laughs> but regardless, I, you know, that – whatever. I'm fine with it. It was an awesome game as a whole. That's really all that matters. Um, cool experience. Costner was there or whatever. It, it was a cool thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad they did. It looks like it went over really well. And the game was absolutely fantastic on top of that, which is good for baseball, which is in all of our best interest. So, so props to them. Uh, your Detroit Tigers are in second place in the AL Central. And on the same day that we went and, and took second place, in the AL Central, um, the Erie Seawolves had a doubleheader. Riley Green hit a grand slam. And Spencer Torkelson went 7 for 7 with three home runs. Not sure if you heard me. Spencer Torkelson today went 7 for 7 with three home runs. In a doubleheader. 
That is preposterous. Okay? Riley Green had a great day too. Capped off, like I said, obviously, by the Grand Slam. Um, hmm. I still don't think either of them are getting called up till next year. And I don't want to get caught up in the, like, recency bias, whatever. But um, Spencer Torkelson's stats skyrocketed after after today. Like, his batting average went up, like, 30 points in a day. Okay? Uh, he, he literally went from batting, like, 240 or 237 or something like that to, to over 270 in one calendar day. And three of those were home runs. So the slugging and the OPS and everything's going up too. Um, Riley Green, his stats obviously went up too. It's just, it's it's almost time, man. We're all we're so close to being back. We have a second place. We are second in our division. We are three games under 500. We are within single digits of the wild card. And it is August 13th. We are so close to being back. And on the same day that all of that happened and came to fruition, where we become second place, three games under, nine games back from the wildcard, whatever. And, and nine games, like, we're not going to make the wildcard. We're not making the playoffs. I'm, I'm not trying to instill false hope into people. But, but just aesthetically, seeing a single-digit number is so nice when you're used to 35 by August. And on the same day that all that happens, the two top prospects in the organization have a field day and tee off in double A. I might be softening on my position of moving them up to triple A sooner. I know last Friday I said I, I'm not really sure. I think they should probably just stay in double A the rest of the year. And I know it's one day, but it's two games. And the dude went seven for seven with three homers, dog. Like what else am I supposed to think? And it's not even as much of like, oh, they're clearly too good for double A. They, they could go out and, and have offers the next two days. My, my thing is, man, I'm having a hard time articulating. <laughs> the, the, the difference between AAA and the MLB right now is massive. The gap in talent between AAA and MLB is huge. Okay? Huge. And that's why so many people are saying, um, like, you, you really have to take AAA stats with a grain of salt for that reason. I, I don't know, man. I go back and forth. I go back and forth a lot. As you can see, this is literally a conversation with myself about me not, not being able to decide. And at the end of the day, it probably doesn't matter too terribly much. I know we like to make a big deal out of everything. It probably doesn't really matter that much. Because the, the minor league season ends in a month. So it doesn't really matter if they get called up to Toledo and, and, and play whatever, three and a half weeks in AAA before the end of the season and start in triple they're both starting in AAA next year regardless in my opinion so it probably doesn't really matter but it would just be you know it would just be a cool story i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know i'm, I'm just i'm i'm trying to 
I don't know where I stand on it. And I feel like when I got on air, I was like, oh, maybe if I just talk about it, I'll actually formulate an opinion. I guess not. I just sound like an idiot, to be honest with you. So I apologize for sounding stupid. Um, many of you, <laughs> many of you love to tell me that regardless. So it, it's really okay. Um, I, just what a day. It's just so, it's just so cool to, to see all of that happen on the same day. Second place in the division. The two top prospects go off. Matt Manning has a quality start. The th- we're so close, dog. We're so close. We're so close. And it's going to be worth the wait. It's going to be worth the last five years. And now Cade's here. And, and, and Cider's here. We're coming, baby. The city's coming. We're coming. Ugh. That was me hitting myself in the chest. Ugh. I'm amped. I love the city of Detroit so unbelievably much. And it makes me so happy that we might actually be on the verge of, of greatness as a city. After, after being the, the butt of everything. And, and anybody who doesn't live here, really, for so long. Oh, I can't wait. All right, before I send you out, got to tell you all about Locked On Bets, betting on baseball, Tigers, whatever. doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. So follow Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody. That's it. That's our show. What a day. What an electric factory. Apparently I say that too much. I don't care. Electric factory. Cry about it. I'm so amped. I love this team so much. We're almost back, baby. Sam Ellinger, we're back. Except we're actually back and not like Texas. Not like the Longhorns. We're so close, man. All right. I'm going to get off and stop rambling about how close we are to being back. You guys know. You guys get it. Thank you all for listening. Love you all to death. means the world to me. I will be back on Monday, baby. Hopefully recapping maybe maybe five hundo, maybe just the Miggy show. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Thank you all for listening, though, for real. means the world to me. Um, yeah. Peace and love. Going to therapy is dope. Never forget it. And I will catch you all Monday. Go Tigers, baby. We're almost back.